This is Question of the Week from BU Today. I'm Joel Brown, staff writer at BU Today. Our guest today is Maxwell Palmer, Associate Professor of Political Science at Boston University. After receiving his PhD in political science at Harvard, he joined BU where he studies American political establishments, including Congress, electoral procedures, and local politics, focusing on how institutions impact representation and policy outcomes. Today, we've invited him to come on the podcast to discuss the upcoming midterm elections. Max, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. So it's uh, almost election day and political ads are running full force on TV and everywhere else. For the average person, it can be difficult to stay politically informed in this ever-changing landscape. Um, We wanted to ask you our question of the week today. Why are this year's midterm elections especially important? So midterm elections are always important as they're the time when we elect all the members of the House of Representatives and a third of the senators as well as many governors and state legislators and other offices across the country. But often midterm elections uh, are seen as less important by some voters because we're not electing a president. And so there's less attention on them. There's more scattered races instead of just one that has everybody's focus. Uh, And as a result, some people don't vote in midterm elections. But control of Congress rests on these elections of both the House and the Senate. Uh, as well as many governorships, control of state legislatures, uh, and other key offices like state attorneys general or secretaries of state. How are this year's midterms different from other years? So they're different in a few ways, but I think one critical thing is that after January 6th, we're thinking about democracy a little bit differently and the fragility of democracy. And Many of the candidates running for governor or secretary of state, which are often the chief election administrators in many states, uh, on the Republican tickets have taken positions questioning the validity of the election, uh, talking about voter fraud, and suggesting that maybe they might not certify election uh, the 2024 presidential election results, depending on who the winner is. And so there's big long-term consequences from these elections. But there's also a lot at stake short term. We're facing economic challenges and inflation, uh, a war in Ukraine, and control of Congress will affect policy on a lot of critical areas right now. So which races are you going to be paying the most attention to? So here in Massachusetts, we're electing a new governor, an attorney general, lieutenant governor. Um, these aren't getting a lot of attention because they don't seem to be especially competitive. Nationally, I think key races are a few of the most competitive Senate seats, including in Georgia, Pennsylvania, Ohio, uh, and North Carolina, um, maybe Wisconsin and uh, Nevada as well. These are all very competitive Senate seats and will determine control of the Senate. Right now, we have an exactly 50-50 split in the U.S. Senate, and Vice President Harris is the tiebreaker, so Democrats have the slimmest possible majority. It would be very easy uh, and highly likely that Republicans could take control of the Senate or Democrats could continue to barely hold on, maybe expand their majority by one or two seats if they get lucky. And control of the Senate, as well as control of the House, uh, has really important implications for the ability of the Biden administration to carry out any more of their legislative agenda. If Republicans take the majority in only one of the chambers, that would produce divided government. 
and mean that it would be really hard for President Biden to pass any more of his agenda in the next two years. It could also lead to government shutdowns uh, or debt crises like we saw at points during the Obama administration. And so there's really important policy stakes in the short and long term based on who wins these elections. You spoke about uh, voters seeing midterms differently than presidential election years. What does that usually do to the turnout and how do you expect this to play out this year? That's a great question and a challenging one to answer. So in several recent midterms, such as in 2010 or 2014, we saw younger voters in particular uh, turn out at lower rates than they were in the general uh, presidential elections. And what that meant was that the electorate looked a little bit more Republican and Republicans did really well in those elections. And if those sort of turnout gaps were to continue, we would expect to see Republicans do fairly well in this election as well. However, in 2018, the midterm during the Trump administration, we saw a significantly higher turnout in many states that looked more like a presidential election. And so that pattern might show, if that pattern continues, we might see smaller turnout disparities uh, and look more like a presidential election again. Another complicating factor is that because of the pandemic, many states changed some of their voting laws to make it easier to vote. So in some states, including Massachusetts, it's easier to vote absentee now, to vote by mail. And things like that can also reduce uh, turnout gaps. And so potentially we could see more turnout that looks like a presidential election because it changes to election administration as well. Talk about the importance of the midterm elections on different scales, like at the state versus the national. How much does it really matter on the state level? These elections are tremendously important at the state level. The control of the governorship and other key state offices uh, can have really big policy impacts, as can control of state legislatures. As one example, abortion is now a state-level issue uh, after the Dobbs decision by the Supreme Court this past June. And that means that each state is making its own laws about access to abortion uh, or criminalizing abortion in some cases. And the state legislatures and governors will have power to pass those laws, and then state attorneys general uh, and others will enforce them. And so in some states, uh, abortion rights are at stake, as are many other key issues. And then, as I mentioned also, there's important implications uh, looking down to 2024 about election administration and how a presidential election might play out. And some candidates in states like Arizona and Pennsylvania and others have suggested that they might not accept the results of the election if say, President Biden were to run for re-election again and win those states again and say that they believe that would be a stolen election or fraud. And that could really complicate the 2024 presidential election and really challenge how our constitutional system functions. How have the recent midterms affected us here in Boston and Massachusetts? What's been the effect on the state level? So in 2014 and 2018, uh, Massachusetts elected Governor Baker and then re-elected him. And as a very liberal state and a reliably democratic state at the national level, we've had Republican governors uh, several times in the last few decades. Uh, that affects the policies that we see in having a Democratic-controlled state legislature. And a Republican governor can certainly create some challenges in policy in a number of areas. It looks like right now we'll see a Democrat elected as governor. Uh, for the first time in eight years in Massachusetts. And so we'll, we'll create a different dynamic and the potential maybe for more policy change in the next few years than we've seen in the last several. Given what you've said about the uh, outlook for democracy, is voting more important than ever in this particular midterm? Uh, voting is always important, but the stakes are really high here. 
uh, especially if you live in a state with competitive governor's elections or secretaries of state elections or Senate elections. Uh, those can have really big consequences on control of your state's government and control of the U.S. Senate. Every House race is important. And if you live in a competitive district, then voting there is really critical as well. Regardless of which party controls the House, it will probably be fairly close and every seat really does matter. So absolutely go out and vote in this year's midterm elections. If you haven't already requested an absentee ballot and you need it, you should do so right away. Thanks so much, Max Palmer, for joining us on this episode of Question of the Week. Thank you so much for having me. To learn more about this year's midterm elections, check out the links in the show notes. This episode was produced and engineered by Andy Halleck and hosted by Joel Brown. Thanks for listening and see you in two weeks.